We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? Just Danny Morang this time. No Brandon Sprague. Blazers win. Blazers win. Blazers win. It's uh, to, to, to steal all the lines. It's a great day to be a Blazer. Uh, thank you all for being here. Uh, we'll do kind of a quick one uh, today. We won't go the full normal hour. Um, a lot kind of to take away out of this game and out of this summer league. This is the last bit of Blazers basketball we're going to get to watch for two months. Um, <laughs> Eduardo, 2018 champs for these fellas. Got to got to compare the rings culture, man. Um, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Which that's ultimately what this is supposed to be about. That's that's really what this should be about. Um, I, I don't ever want that to get lost, but I want to pull something up here. <laughs> Strong cap game. Listen, man, I got a lot of hats. Uh, the Blazers ultimately lose their first game, then go undefeated over the final four games, winning 85-77 today over the New York Knicks, beating the Knicks twice. Uh, I believe they were the only team that actually beat the Knicks, and they beat them twice. Uh, obviously, the Blazers were led tonight up and down by Trenton Watford and, and Brandon Williams. Uh, Brandon Williams got 10 of 10 for the free throw line. Shout out for uh, packing that on. Uh, but when I was looking up and down a few things, it didn't really feel like it. But Jabari Walker played 27-07 tonight. Trendon played 27-28. It felt like Trendon was on the floor a, a lot longer. Uh, one of the things that Coach Hetzel had said during uh, minicamp, the lead-up, was that uh, he didn't want to, to bludgeon guys to death. He didn't want to play them like 40 minutes. Didn't want to go crazy. Um, but I... Without Greg Brown tonight, you got a little bit more, I think, from Jabari. And 14-11, It's such a dumb, dumb, dumb line. And somehow Jabari only ended up a plus two. I think I looked at halftime. He was plus 11. Um, I, I don't want to get too much into the box score stuff, but it was very evident the two best players in summer league for the Portland Trailblazers, Trenton Watford and, and Jabari Walker, Obviously, Trenton Watford is going to be a part of the roster. And I, I want to talk about the idea of 
what the Blazers accomplished outside of winning. Outside of winning. I think it's really important to talk about what they did outside of winning. And one of the questions I asked Coach Hetzel uh, at media availability before they went down to Vegas was, do you expect to see this team play like the idea of what you want the big club to do? And basically he said, yeah. That's exactly what we want. We're not going to change anything. We're going to go off of what Chauncey wants to do, off of what Chauncey had said, what we laid out to do last year. We had to change what we were doing because of injuries and just kind of how they needed to play basketball because of what the way the roster was constructed. The way that the Blazers' summer league team is, I think you got an understanding for what the Blazers' big club hopes to do. And that is, and this is, again, even if they aren't optimized with personnel, they're going to try to do some things. And I, I think they've gotten them away from, and this is going to be the biggest, I think the biggest storyline going forward, is how effective Damon Ant can be. Because obviously, if it's like what Damon CJ were, it's problematic. Uh, I'm on record as, as believing that Ant can take a level because of his length and athleticism to be better than CJ was on that end. But... They were trapping, they were blitzing, they were scramming, out, recovering, talking. There were not typical summer league breakdowns over and over and over and over. They looked like a unit, they looked like a team that really, they, they belonged together. It's... It's a little weird. That's not supposed to happen in summer league. You're not supposed to see that stuff like really be useful. But it's a nice, it's a nice thing to see. Uh, let's just kind of go kind of like line by line of, as far as what they did. There was a couple things I noticed tonight, uh, or this afternoon, I should say. Uh, they got into, they got into zones off of misses which was an interesting note I, I kind of watched it and I was like oh that's weird usually you typically see that off makes so you can get set but they were doing so well getting back and, and and somehow pressuring at the same time so you had the 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 perimeter defenders typically the Keons and the, and the Brandon Williams of the world picking up further out and denying early opportunities even off of rebounds and yet still dropping into a zone and I found that to be an interesting development, just because that's a it's a risky proposition. If you aren't all on the same level, if you aren't all on the same string, that should have fall apart immediately. It's it's Basura right away, and you're sitting there going, eh, maybe not. But it was it was nice to see. They even when they did recover on switches, even when they did get a small inside, and this is again. Part of this is part of it. Most of it's summer league, and guys not being willing or able to, to take advantage of of mismatches. But even with the Knicks tonight, when they had Jericho Sims on a short roll on a mismatch, um, they didn't do a great job of finding him. Uh, it, as much as Grimes and McBride are, I think, better guards than most. Um, the most guard play that you'll see in summer league as far as efficiency um the blazers just did a lot 
defensively helping each other, rotating, being on a string, trusting each other. Uh, for those that didn't know, Trendon brought it up in the in the in the post game that everybody had been in town since June fifth. Like they were practicing without the coaching staff. Like they were in their um, getting after it long before it was official. And I can't. That, that's a, a kind of a culture thing. The the younger guys, or I should say, the the older young guys, kind of bringing guys in. I think that's a real thing. Like having some of that be a real deal was was helpful. And I'm not even talking about just winning the summer league championship, which rad, love it, celebrate it, uh, to to steal from from Mike Richmond and uh, enjoy your or what is it? Uh, find the joy in stuff. He's right. This is fun, and this is, again. This this is the last basketball for a couple months. <laughs> My wife is thrilled. <laughs> she gets a little bit. Um, uh, excited at this point of the year because there's a little bit more free time on the table. Uh, Charles Doyle asked, where was Greg Brown the third? Missed that guy. He was sick today. He was sick. So that's that's why he wasn't. Um, there was also uh, an interesting note um, about Keon personally. And I, I believe it's out there, so I don't think I'm breaking any news. But um, Keon's father passed away uh, a week before training camp. And that's why they're talking about him going through it personally. Um, and that's kind of caught, caught us all off guard when we were there at media day because nobody knew what's where he was. Um, so that's what they're talking about, like playing through adversity. Like even in summer league, like the, again, this stuff is real life. Stuff matters. Um, but he just kind of going through line by line of like culturally, you're seeing a shift. You're you're seeing the the vibes you're seeing the understanding you're seeing buy-in and opportunity and reward i think that there's there's something here i don't i don't think it's anything crazy but there's a reason why brand and i were so 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 adamant in october and november about the vibes being so bad they were atrocious. And it wasn't just Dame's injury. They just... There was rot. There was rot in the organization. There were there was rot that, that just had to be cut out. And sometimes it happens even in the best circumstances. But I think you're seeing... In the, whether or not they won today, I don't think that, that would have changed anything. But what I do think is that you are seeing a level of commitment and change that like, really resonates. And they're kind of getting an idea of what they want to do going forward. And how or, how or whether that projects to the big club is one of the more interesting stories, I think, um, is is going to go going forward. All right, screw it. Enough, enough about the, the general stuff. Jabari freaking Walker can play. <laughs> I, I did a... Um, I did a Twitter Spaces with Eric Gunderson. Shout out, shout out Gundy of AP uh, after the last game. And I've talked to a bunch of folks in the NBA to try to like get me to rein myself in. Just asking questions like, "Am I crazy? I don't get excited about guys like this without a lot of like, yeah, but or well, and." Catching it all, like, in a lot of different ways. 
But I've never, ever, ever seen a young guy who doesn't dominate the ball be more effective than Jabari Walker was in the summer league. Never. Never. I just... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I do not understand it. When you're not on the ball all the time and you maintain a level of focus and understanding and rhythm, there's just something about that that just – Jabari said it. Like his, his dad told him, you know, it's okay to be a star in your role. And he's like, listen, I, I'm okay being this. And he said it in the post game, something along the lines of like, uh, I'm not, I'm not settling, but I'm also not done. And, and I, and I think the mentality is, is there more than any young guy I've ever seen. It's one thing to see this in a four year guy. And even then it's, it's rare. You do not see this stuff all that often. It's not a normal occurrence. It is not normal for a guy to go out there and, and again, summer league box scores be damned. 14-11-3-2-2. And he showed a little bit of something everywhere. He hit some threes. He got to the free throw line, knocked down his free throws. He created off the bounce. He had a, a nice little drive, double came, he used his size and went right-handed hook pass to Alexander, a little behind Alexander, but the thought process, the execution was a little, eh. again, I'm, I'm splitting hairs because he's been really good. But then he also had one, I, I believe, like two minutes later at the end of the quarter, on the drive, goes to the Euro, steps through, and yip, just kicks it out to the corner. The shot ended up being no good because the clock wasn't, you know, it was a second or a half second off. But again, the vision and the capability to do that. Somebody said something about Al Farouk Aminu. I'm, I'm going to kind of poop on Aminu here as much as I, I love uh, Farouk. But if Al Farouk Aminu tried doing what Jabari did this summer with the ball in his hands, it would have actually gave me the heart attack that they thought I had. <laughs> it's just... it. Jabari does... St- like Everything he does is at a level good enough where you're like, Okay, you can do that. Like, you don't worry about him doing 
and that's that's I, I don't mean that as any kind of backhanded compliment. Very few guys are that toolsy where like everything they do is at a level that's acceptable. The interesting thing is, just talking to a few people, is that they chose not to start him with Greg Brown out. They started DD twice. And in talking to, to Coach Hetzel, in pre and post and before he went down there, like he wasn't slow to praise him, but he always kind of rolled things back. Just kind of like slowed things down, checked it out. And it wasn't like a bad thing. But the, the the thing that I found really interesting is they're I, I, it's almost like they're trying to slow roll him out. They want to take their time with him and not put him in a, in a position that doesn't make sense or um, gets him a little. I don't, I don't think he gets gets freaked out. He he did in the first five minutes when he got out there in game one. He did. He said that post game. Uh, he it was kind of like a wow moment. But I think he, I think he's just he's got potential, and I don't say potential as in like a star. So for anybody out there who thinks I, I think he's going to be a star, no. He, do I think he projects as a very solid connector role guy? Yes. Yes. I, I think his ceiling right now from what I have seen is very good starter as, as a role guy. A very good fourth or fifth starter. That's a good, good, good good place to be because you know what most NBA players aren't starters they, you know you know many of them are good starters at 6869 very few 6869 that aren't like Emmanuel or Harkless where there's a piece of their game that is definitely missing or leaves you something more to be desired that's a lot of comments I've been getting here in the chat have been asked about a player comp. I don't, I don't know if I necessarily have a comp for him, because he does just like a little bit of everything. Man, that's that's a, it's a weird place to be. I've, I've kind of gone with it, and I'll, once I finish up his video, I'm about halfway done with that. By the way, I'll have the Gary Payton one later. Uh, I think we'll drop it on Wednesday. Um, it is a it is a weird place for him to be because there's just not many players. No, not Millsap. I get the I get the rebounding side of that. I, I really do. But but Paul was a absolute truck of a human being. DL was a passing savant. Um, hmm. It's he's he really is his own guy. Like if you, man, it's it's such a weird place to be because better rebounding Kuzma. I think like that's that's the kind of the place that I end up, like less offensive creation, less offensive engine. Like that's a kind of that's the kind of spot I kind of see him in. Like he does just enough. 
because he's not like a, a lot. I've seen a lot of people. Noah Trigger says we haven't had that kind of Walker energy since Kersey. I've seen a lot of people take, talk about Jerome. Jerome was a Greek god, and I don't mean this to like be smart. Jabari. Jabari's a very good athlete, but he is not Jerome Kersey in his prime. Jerome Kersey in his prime was a level of of destruction that is just out there. Wiggins and Jen, and and Luol Deng are probably. A little bit higher level, um, because again he's six nine and he's not he's not as far on the playmaking side of things, but. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Again, he's kind of his own guy. Honestly, Dorian Finney-Smith. Dorian Finney-Smith. Power forward version. I like that. That's where I'm going to end up. Which is a really good player. A really good player. Do not sleep on that comp. Like, that is a very good player. Finney-Smith is, is, is more of a three. But you put him at the four, like a, 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 a power forward version of him. That's that's where I'm going to end up. I like that. That's that's where I want to. That's where I want to land. Uh, now that I drag that on to be forever, I don't want it to seem like I'm overplaying him to this obscene level. But I have just not seen a young guy understand nuance and timing, knowing where to be, and then working so hard and well on the rebounds. You either know how to rebound or you don't. And he knows how to rebound. He knows how to hit the glass, and he comes up with it so often and so well. And he, he beats that he beats guys bigger and stronger than him on the glass pretty regularly. Slater Smith asks, on that note, could Jabari play the three? Could he? Yes. I I think he trends to a very solid four. I don't know if he can play up to the five in a small ball lineup, but if he if he's switching onto threes, I don't I don't mind that at all. And when they when they had Greg trended and, and uh, Jabari on the floor at the same time, it was kind of ubiquitous. They were just they were all bigs. Like you saw them switch across everything and just that's that's again kind of going back to what I was what I was rambling about the idea of like what they want to do going forward is having a bunch of guys trending at six seven Greg six eight Jabari six eight like in their different sizes and different types like trending plays very strong. Greg is uber athletic, that kind of leaf frame, and then Jabari is kind of in between with a seven foot. I think it's a seven one wingspan. Um, but the next step here is: Does Jabari 
get an opportunity in preseason. That's going to be the interesting spot is do they throw him into that fire and go, let's see what you can do. Or do they just slow play him? Take your time with him. I tend to lean towards them giving him an opportunity to sink or swim. One of the things we've talked about a ton here is if the Blazers did do a two-for-one swap, what would it look like with like a Utah going and getting a cheer at Vanderbilt? I think that's kind of what they're hoping that Jabari turns into. Physically, I think those are two pretty close body frames, Jabari and Vando. But Vando doesn't really have any offensive juice beyond his playmaking, which is stupendous. Vando's a tremendous playmaker, but he's just kind of a non-shooter. Whereas Jabari's a shooter. Like, he's a standstill shooter, and he's got creation off the bounce and can put the ball on the floor and put you in a spot where you're just kind of like, okay, okay, I see it, I see it. I've seen a lot of people asking about um, Shaden Sharp. I have not gotten an update, but I imagine we're going to get that probably by the end of the week about whether or not they're going to opt for surgery. Again, we, we talked about this last week, the, the idea of, of where the injury was at and the severity, like how small the, the, the tear was. There is a good chance that that can heal on its own. Uh, it, it also is interesting that this Blazers team um, just did this without the number seven overall pick on on the roster being active. Um, and I think uh, Noah kind of tags this perfectly. The Blazers do have two good, young, exciting players. Shaden Sharp, do not forget that the potential that is there. So for all of the, yeah, he's hurt or this, that, or the other, like they're they're in a good spot with their youth right now. Ant's young. Nas is young. Sharp's young. Again, let's take a look at the roster on the back end. For all of the, well, they didn't get X, Y, or Z in the offseason. Look at what they have on the 25 and under front kind of going forward. And is it the best roster in the world? No. But is it trending more towards what they want to do going forward? Trendon, Jabari, Keon. Greg, Ant, Nas, Shaden. Look at the athletic profiles of every single one of those guys. Now, you can take a little bit away from Watford, but he did have that two-handed dunk the other day that was uh, absolutely out of this world for him. Caught, him. caught him by surprise. But they are getting bigger, longer, stronger, more athletic than the previous previous group of players. And again, going back to what has been successful, not only in Portland, but in the NBA, shockingly, is bigger, longer, stronger, more athletic. Will people flame out on that profile? Yeah. But I also think they've done a really good job of of identifying tool sets. They've done a really good job, obviously, with with Jabari. Uh, Shaden, we didn't obviously get to see really much of, but... um, Trenton, tremendous tools. I've seen a couple people say that, that Trenton's handle is crazy all over the place. I don't know what you guys are watching. He's a six foot seven power forward who's putting the ball on the floor and creating. His handle's fine. Like, I don't need that guy to be Damian Lillard with the, with the ball. Uh, he had a, a, a 
it ended up turning into a missed shot, but he got um, Grimes on a switch and reset the offense uh, a little out above the elbow and got it, uh, got the ball to Williams and called for it immediately, uh, started to back him down from the elbow, uh, felt the double come from the top side, pivoted, passed over the top, skip pass above the break opposite side for a wide open three. And it was just like, oh, oh, oh. And this is, I'm, I'm going to go fully sideways right now, and I know that, but I hadn't seen that kind of action, that forced action, since LaMarcus Aldridge. And as I think as much as we fall in love with the three there that, that was taken, the look was generated off a of post off and not dribble penetration. That was something very, very different than what we had seen uh, in the past. Why is this thing moving up on me? Don't do that. Tilt, tilt down. There we go. There we go. Um, but, again, these are all like the little things that watching Summer League has, has been fun. I don't think I've seen a few people complain or, or get frustrated about about Keon or, or Brandon Williams. That's that's summer league in a nutshell. That's guards. Just kind of what happens. Sometimes you get hot. Sometimes you get cold. Sometimes you make bad decisions. I, I for the most part liked what Keon did throughout summer league with his decision making. His shot just wasn't falling today. Uh, he said he had one okay game, two really good games, two really bad games, which. It's a young guy. Brandon Williams is still a G League, or not a G League, a two-way contract player. I thought today he did a really good job of setting the table for guys. Five assists in the Summer League is more like 13 in the regular season. Um, <laughs> summer League assists are rare. But I thought the Blazers did a good job of keeping the ball moving. Uh, but Williams, uh, again, being a breaking glass and break glass in case of emergency point guard, totally fine. What they do or don't do with the additional two-way contract is going to be interesting. I would like them to go after somebody with some size. I need to take a look and see who's out there on the undrafted free agent market. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of the, I've seen a couple people ask what's the personal stuff going on with Keon. I, I talked about it earlier. Keon mentioned it in before they went down to Vegas. His his dad passed away uh, right before camp. So he was not with the team, I think, for a couple days and then came back and he was there. So, um, but and another thing that everybody keeps mentioning here in the chat is Keon's defense. Keon's defense at the point of attack, I think, was really good and was what kind of set the table for Portland because – and this is, this is what you hope for from – Adding Jeremy Grant isn't just about getting him defensively. It's also about the offensive release valve. And that's the idea of taking some of that workload off of Damon Ant. And in doing that, you allow them to play better defensively. Because if they can be okay at the point of attack and not give up easy opportunities while scoring more frequently on easy opportunities, not having to work as hard in the margins, I think that allows for for guys like Dame, Ant, Nas to 
be more efficient with not only their ability to get things done, but also um, preserve energy. We don't really we don't really talk about that kind of stuff all that often. Too frequently, the idea of Damian Lillard or any high usage offensive player. Uh, he doesn't play any defense. Da, 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 da. There's a lot more to it than that. In the NBA, when you are an offensive engine like a Damian Lillard or a Luka or James Harden, a lot of times it's because they have to be. Have you have you seen what the Mavericks looked like with Luka off the floor and Jalen Brunson off the floor? It doesn't it doesn't go. It's so 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 bad. But those guys are so good offensively. That you, the trade-off is, particularly in the regular season, is okay. Is okay. It's okay for that to transpire because your return on the offensive end with a guy like Damian Lillard, who's a point of possession on his own, which is incredible, puts you in a position to be successful. Which, I mean, that just doesn't happen all that often. Um, Will Garza make the roster? I, I don't think he'll get the other two-way. Garza, for all of his hard work, and he, for everybody I've talked to, he's one of the hardest workers out there. He just, he has concrete feet. That's his problem. He just, his brain works faster than on most guys. He's got real skills, but he can't get off the ground fast enough. He can't clear enough space vertically. He can't move his hips or flip his hips and, and move his feet well enough. It's listen, I, I I like the guy. I hope he goes over to Olympiacos or or Spain for Barca and makes all of the money and plays like uh, the a Greek god of basketball. Because he's skilled. He's very skilled. Just athletically, it just does not match the NBA. Unless he turns into a absolute monster knockdown three-point shooter, which it did look like he was trying to add that. That's, he's probably playing in Europe. And that's okay. That's not, for anybody out there who thinks a guy sucks, shut up. <laughs> I'm just going to say that remind me right now. Playing in Europe is still such an unbelievable level of competition that, yeah, it, go overseas, make money. I I I am not, I am never gonna have me say a guy sucks when they're playing overseas. It's not. There's a difference between saying a guy is an NBA good and saying a guy sucks. Just talk about just talk about guys better. I'll just say that. It's it, it's it's always weird for me to hear guys who could never come close to any of these people talk about a guy sucks. Just a, a weird weird spot. Um. As far as additional trades, and I see people asking about that, I, I don't, I, I think they're done. I, I'm still going to hold judgment um, until August first, like I said, but it's, I think they're done. They they may make room by waving somebody. I, I think that's probably possible, or just trying to trade somebody out to a team just to see if they want to fly on to, on a guy into a, into a small TPE or something like that. 
Um, but I don't, I don't think anything else significant is going to happen. If they can get involved with the Donovan Mitchell deal, I hope they do. I hope they do. I hope they try to peel some stuff off and get better. I am always, always, always wanting this team to get better at an especially particularly when there's an opportunity cost that makes sense. If you all get me. Um, again, thank you all for being here. We appreciate it. I appreciate it. Just me this time. Like, rate, review, subscribe. I didn't get that at the beginning of the show. Uh, if you're watching here live, please click subscribe. Help us grow the show. It's cheap. It's or cheap. It's free. It's easy. Um, and you can get us wherever you get podcasts. And if you want to do us a solid, leave us a review on Apple and uh, help us beat the almighty algorithm. That's kind of uh, how this stuff all works. Uh, Brandon and I set a goal to be at 4,000 subs by the beginning of the season. I believe we are at 3,700 now. Where are we at? Dashboard. Just short. 3,682. And so with very, very little basketball between now and then, um, I'm going to try and get the original content. Uh, like I said, I've reached out to a couple folks. Uh, we're going to have uh, Samus Fendiari to come on and talk about some GP2. We're going to have um, hopefully a couple players here pretty soon. Uh, Amari Sankofa is going to come on and talk about the fit with Jeremy Grant. Um, and then by the time that gets done, we'll probably be rolling into August. And then it's the barren wasteland. We, we got spoiled by basketball because that's how um, the timeline normally goes. But with COVID, it was always so, so, so sideways um, playing basically three seasons in a year and a half. Um, but, yeah, that's that's what we have coming up. Uh, I will be out at the Portland Pickles game here in a couple hours for Rip City, Blazers Day, whatever it is. I'm going to go uh, bring in the absolute joy that is Walker Stadium with uh, with all the good folks out there. Um, please come out there. Enjoy. It's fun. Uh, out in Lentz. If it's not too deep for you, come out and hang out. should be a good time. Uh, Brandon and I will be back, I think, on Tuesday. We'll kind of do like a full summer league wrap-up and um, kind of put a bow on basketball. Uh, and then we'll kind of take some time and dive into the – uh, again, the GP2 editions, Jeremy Grant editions. I uh, have some guests on to talk about them and fit and what to expect. And then uh, we'll just kind of work our way from there. Uh, you can find me on social media at Danny Morang. Uh, you can follow uh, the show here at Jacked Ramsey's. You can follow the radio show at Danny and Dusty all on Twitter. You can email the show here at Jacked Ramsey's. Follow Brandon Sprague at Brandon Sprague. And you can follow him in the morning 6 to 9 with his co-host Andy Dirt Johnson, uh, Dirt and Sprague, and then obviously Dusty and I on uh, 1080 at noon to 3. So, yeah, that's where we sit right now. Appreciate you guys. Thank you all so, so very much. Enjoy this uh, wonderful summer day. Uh, get out there, watch a little baseball, and uh, we'll catch you guys here. I, th- I think Brandon and I will maybe go tomorrow. If not, we'll go on Tuesday. Until then, take care. Talk soon. Mm, bye.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.